Schwartz, impatient with Brandon. If I didn't know better, I'd think you were pregnant. Sin rolled her eyes. Put your mind to rest on that score. What happened to your sense of humor? What's wrong with you lately? Nothing. All right. I'll tell you. I thought you would. Don't get smart with me, Ladonia admonished, shaking her finger at Sin. Mother, let's not repeat this conversation this morning. I already know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? That I'm not living a well-rounded life. That Tim's been dead for two years, but I'm still alive, still young, with years of living to look forward to. That I have a wonderful job that I'm very good at, but that work isn't everything. That I need to cultivate outside interests and new friendships. That I need to get out, mingle with people my own age, join a single parents club. She gave her mother a rueful smile. See, I know it all by heart. Then why aren't you doing some of those things? Because they're what you want, not what I want. Ladonia folded her arms on the table and leaned forward. What do you want? I don't know. I want... What? Sin searched for an explanation for her blues. The element missing from her life wasn't so easy to peg. If she knew what it was, she would have filled the void a long time ago. For months now, she had felt as though she were operating in a vacuum. Brandon was no longer an infant who needed her constant nurturing. She felt ineffectual at work. Since moving in with them upon the death of Sin's father, Ladonia had assumed most of the housekeeping chores. Sin was the official head of the household, but the title didn't amount to much. Nothing in her life produced a sense of accomplishment or satisfaction. Her youth and vitality were being drained by monotony. I want something to happen, she said at last. Something that will shake things up, turn my life around. Be careful what you wish for, Ladonia softly advised her. What do you mean? Tim's accidental death certainly shook things up. Sin was out of her chair like a shot. That was a horrible thing to say. She snatched up her handbag, briefcase, and keys and yanked open the back door. Perhaps it was, Sin. I didn't mean to sound insensitive. But if you want things to change for the better, you can't sit around relying on fate to shake things up for you. You've got to make a few changes yourself. To that, Sin offered no reply. The traffic on North Central will be a nightmare since I'm leaving so late. Tell Brandon I'll call him on my lunch break. Armored in righteous indignation, Sin left for the hospital. I know that's what I said, George, but that was yesterday. Who could have guessed that they'd go public before... Worth Lansing signaled his assistant to pour him another cup of coffee. Her duties extended beyond clerical ones. Mrs. Hardiman was his secretary, assistant, mother, and pal, whatever the occasion called for. She was excellent in all capacities. I know that's my job, George, but you haven't lost... As his client ranted on, Worth held the telephone receiver against his chest. Any other calls come in? He asked Mrs. Hardiman, who was now watering the plants, decorating his twelfth-floor executive office. Only from your dentist. What'd he want? I just saw him last week. Uh-huh. He looked over your x-rays, and you need two fillings. Great. Great. 
Worth expelled a long breath. Got any more good news? You sure Greta hasn't called? Positive. She replaced the brass watering can in the cabinet beneath the wet bar. Well, when she does call, interrupt me, Worth told her, winking suggestively. No matter what. She tisked him as she left the inner office. Worth replaced the receiver against his ear. His client was still cursing the unpredictability of the stock market. George, calm down. It wasn't the right stock for you, that's all. Let me do some creative thinking here and get back to you before the market closes today. I've got a hat full of rabbits. I'm sure I can pull one out. After he hung up, Worth left his red leather desk chair, consulted the TV monitor, which was constantly tuned to the stock market channel, and picked up a scaled-down basketball. He shot it toward the goal mounted on the back of his office door. He missed.